Hi, I'm Caleb Stokes, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Hey everybody, this is John. And this is Vince. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Creating legends one die at a time. All right, are we rolling back to the uh, to the core book now for the ships? Yeah, you're back on the core book. All right. All right, so if anyone's keeping track, because they're not in the audience, uh, Age of Apostasy. So you guys were kind of in an age of turmoil when this warrant was granted. You are so far ascending, so out of said chaos, you've seemed to do better than the rest. Uh, how did you get your warrant? The Ministorum uh, decided to lobby on your behalf in order to get your particular family uh, access to a warrant of trade. And then you were part of the fall of the Tellurian Combine. Now, whether you were part of said trade who benefited from cult activities and, quote, heresy is to be determined. But since then, you have made significant contacts with people of ill repute, a.k.a. pirates of the, uh, in the Coronas Expanse or close enough area, and you are somewhat infamous whether people believe inappropriate that you are part of said cult and maybe potentially a pirate to be determined. But you do not have a great reputation overall. That is how you ended up warrant-wise. Is it 51 and 42, you said, right? Yes. Correct. And so now it will be up to you to pick what hall you want to start. So now are we going just core rulebook for halls? Uh, you could pick any hall from any of the supplemental books as well to start. But we're right, using the rules for construction, but yeah. Gotcha, yeah. All right, just because I'm looking, we did, uh, I, I picked a few, Kevin picked a couple, and uh, and so we have, me and him just grabbed uh, five total and four of them are from the Coronas book, and one of them is from the Storm book. So if we were using before, we'd be like, ah, before delete I'm that. Then. Fine with, with with all approved hall classes, as long as it's in one of the books that I have, <laughs> that's a real book. You are more than happy to take said. So yeah, yeah. You're 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 full, ready to go. So I guess my only thing was if it if I'm driving, then I'm gonna try to look for something with um, uh, maneuverability because then my agility plays into that. So mm-hmm. I think that would be well. I will twenty-five. Uh, well, yeah, if you're the navigator, yeah. then I guess it will also be what we're thinking too. Uh, maneuver really has nothing to do. Yeah, navigator has no. No, okay. Nothing. <laughs> okay. He's literally the, the, the Raiders. In another dimension. So engines and so that's just warp. Then I guess right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he only so, does warp shit and fucks people up with mind-blowing <laughs> alternate dimension experience. <laughs> The, the the raiders are going to give you the best maneuverability. Yeah. They're a little bit lighter than the than the frigates. The frigates are a little bit heavier armor. They're a little slower. They move a little slower. So um, I think that's what we, you were saying before. Frigate or raider, right? So I guess frigate might be a good way to go. Cause well, because the, both worlds. Yeah, the the sloop that's in the that's on the list. Um, it's only got one gun. Um, its mass is slow. It's relatively small. So if we're looking at you know moving cargo and things like that, or moving troops and stuff, I don't think that's going to give us a lot of uh, availability. I think a galleon, the galleon's a cruiser, which I don't, yeah, I don't. Is, <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. going to be too big. You don't have enough shit points for that, so yeah. that's it. Um. I would. I've been in love with the Viper Scout from like almost day one, only because it's tiny and fast and maneuverable. Yeah, sloop one, right? But uh, the Clipper is a fun one because if we're looking for more of a a trader than a rogue aspect, uh, I like the pre cargo hold that it comes with. Uh, you may have one weapon. The sloop just has one. The sloop left. I would go with. Might yeah. be okay, the sloop is too small. You probably want more than one weapon. So it's the clipper of the destroyer. Well, there's also the. Uh, what was that, Kev? Yes. Oh, I said either clipper or the destroyer then, right? Yeah, the destroyer then it would be also good for the. Um, I mean, it has still a really good speed, still awesome maneuverability. Yeah. yeah a little more parody. expensive, but... Yeah, yeah the Destroyer is a... But it has two weapons. weapons. Yeah. yeah, it has a pretty good option with the Dorsal and Prowl. That helps, for sure. Maneuverability is good. I mean, the Sloop has a great detection, so you'll find but shit... A, yeah, the Destroyer has a really low detection, whereas the Sloop has... You can. You're able to kind of. There, I guess. How much good does it do you if it's going to kick your ass? I don't know. Unless you're going to run. Um, I guess yeah, that's what the is, is balancing. Shoot as fast as possible. So dorsal's on the top and keel's on the bottom, right? Is that where the weapons are? Uh, yeah. on the yes. back, right? Dorsal, oh, prowls on the front. Keel might yeah, prowls so, on the front. Yeah, so keels underneath, right? Because you keel haul someone by dragging them. Yeah. And I'm assuming yeah, yeah. dorsal is the dorsal fin, right? So that's on the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and I believe starboard, starboard is on the back. Starboard would be the sides. No, starboard's right, port's left. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> left is port. It's always and, an easy one to remember because it's the same amount of characters. Yeah, you may be in greater territory no matter what, because frigates are about 40. They're, they're 40. Well, I'm looking in the book. Uh, the sword class is 40, and the tempest class is 40. So we could, we could sneak right underneath. I mean, to, make, to be fair, it probably makes sense in that if you're ascending, you're probably in a smaller ship than 
right, been an established rogue trader. So you may be in better shape with a smaller ship, theoretically. So it's always said frigate then, or? Well, because I think an established rogue trader would probably be in a light cruiser, right? At least. So yeah, I think the old rogue traders would be in like cruisers, yeah, light cruisers. Smaller than the. Uh... <laughs> it's literally the smallest ship out there. Which one, the Raider? Oh yeah, yeah, the, oh yeah. Yeah, it's the shortest with the smallest crew. Mm hmm. The smallest, lightest. Um, I, I think I think the Raiders give us a nice balance between speed, maneuverability. You know, they have 16 armor as opposed to 19 for a frigate. So, I mean, that's not terrible. Uh, right. And the other, the sword class only has 18, so you're not giving up a lot of armor. You've got 40 space, uh, which isn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, you start adding all your components, and you and you lose a lot of that right away. Um, so my only question is, I have the agility at forty-five, so I'm assuming that's draw, you know, actually maneuver. So what about ballistics and guns and stuff? Because mine's at forty-five for ballistics too. So I don't know if I should pick one over the other. Who else is going to do? Well, so when you fly. Yeah, so you're going to use your agility, and then you add the ship's uh, the maneuverability. maneuverability I think. Yeah. yeah, so you're rolling pretty high on that. Uh, yeah, ballistics what would be guns. Yeah, That's, if we had an arch militant, that would be his job in ship combat. Yeah. yeah, whoever has a weapons rating. You have thirty nine. Is that what you said, Jesse or uh, John? How about you? Uh, my ballistics at twenty five. Oh, so it's not you for sure. Yeah, no. My weapon skill is a 40, but my ballistics is a 20. Is the best you guys got? Well, I have 35, but I, I think like the uh, a regular crew, like just a normal crew, I think is 35, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we could just have NPCs shoot the macro batteries. That's true. And as a road trader, you can take your Inspire to get a plus five. Plus 10. Oh, is it plus 10? So they have a mm. decent crew you can actually buy up a better crew there to get 45 do that if we have the points to be able to do it in a heartbeat <laughs> if you have the points you should do that yeah so i took ballistic at 45 just because i didn't have i'm not that tough of a character so if i've got ballistic at 45 and agility at 45 it was one of those over overstatted maybe yeah, i don't think yeah, i can drive and shoot it be what you would use to fire the guns you could fire guns and john could give you a plus 10 to get you 55 which is pretty good so i can drive and shoot that's my question if i can do both and no. i leave them yeah uh you could drive as long as you're not doing a maneuver okay you shoot but if you're trying to evade or yeah reduce your chance of getting hit then that would be someone else having to shoot well then if john can boost it up the crew to 45 then with that's a toss off anyways then there's no reason for me to drop the only reason i put ballistic is 45 because i'm not that tough of a character and i wanted to shoot not slice people so you may want to shoot for everything other than ship combat where you yeah, probably yeah, yeah. shoot shit then yeah okay yeah 
I would keep that. Okay. I am trying to find, and I don't see it in here, the, uh, the crew. I'm pretty sure it's 35. Yeah, it's 35, and then... I, well, 35 is like the crappy crew. Isn't it like 35, 40, and 45? Uh, that was 35, 45, and 55. I don't know. Uh, we can... Yeah, I can do NPC crew rating, 214. This book is laid out like shit. The worst. It's the worst. Okay, incompetent is 20. Competent is 30. Crack is 40. Veteran is 50. Uh, there you go. So 30 versus 40 is about all you would get. Well, that's okay. If we, if we can boost them, but I don't see a, I don't see where the skill is or what we need to spend to increase it. Cause I don't know. I, I don't know what you start with. You start with 30, whatever. Well, they start with less. competent. Yeah. 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 Well, competent. But then if certain components you pick could also boost that up a bit too. So, so we'd have to spend five of our existing ship points to get a, uh, the next hire to get the crack. I don't know that we'd, we'd have enough then if we went with a, uh, well, if we went with a Raider over a frigate, we would. Yeah. Well, I think the, so if we, go, if we have the, um, the Orion Clipper, it's only 25 points. Well, actually, and we have the Viper, either the Viper Sloop, which is twenty-seven, which doesn't really make a big difference. Well, I, I think the Sloop we've we've thrown out out of hand. The the Clipper is a transport. Yeah, I I I would prefer to go with a Raider over a transport, yeah. but because the transport's going to be slow with crappy detection, no no maneuverability at all. They both have negative numbers for transfer. Uh, then we could go with the um, protect uh, strike class, which is a raider. So yeah, good speed, yeah. That maneuverability. Has, that has some kind of, I think that has Xenos on it. So we have to. I think that's the only thing with that one. It does have a plus five to ballistic test. Yeah. But it's kind of it's kind of pricey at thirty four. You just want well, to go. We have it. I mean. Yeah, we we go with the standard raider and just rebuild it out ourselves. I guess that's the other option. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could stat it out. I mean, it's just like building the warrant. You just pick all your components. Yeah. So you go. Is it Hazaroth is one, or what was the other one? The Havoc. The Havoc. Yeah. I think the Havoc's a little better. It's got more space. It's got more armor. Its detection's lower by two. Its speed's lower by one, but its maneuverability is two plus. Its hull integrity's two less, but... And it's got 35 ship points with two guns. Or I guess cost 35 ship points. And then that gives us enough left over. We can upgrade the crew. That puts them at 40. And then with my plus 10, puts them at 50. 50. Yeah, exactly. So that's not nothing. That only gives us, what, two ship points? Well, whatever ship points you don't use um, rolls in a profit factor, I think, technically, by the book. Yeah. Well, the problem is that we still have to buy, like, our plasma drive and our warp engine. All that stuff is under space. So there are some, some things that will cost you ship points 
Like if we yeah. wanted to do a warp Spain hull, it would cost two ship yeah. points, which we technically have. If we wanted to put a command bridge, that would be plus one. Um, so we do have um, ship points three. to play with still. Yeah. Because we'd only be sitting at 39. We'd have three points to use. True. And some of the stuff just takes up space. It doesn't cost ship points. Right? Most of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. Not until you get to the to the supplemental stuff, does it actually start to really cost points? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're either going to get better base components or fancy stuff, basically. Yeah. I don't think we really deserve fancy stuff yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do we want to go with the habits? Yeah, the Havoc. What page is that on? Is page 195 in the core book. I mean, I'm not trying to steal your thunder with the with the sloop, but I just, I think for the purposes it's not going to serve because of the size and everything yeah. else. Yeah, that's, no, that's fine. Undermine all the work put into this. Load, you bastard. Yeah, I, I just I, I think that it gives us um, the the best of all possible worlds. I think, and I think we can. There's an option to um, increase the cargo hold. I think if we have the space and whatever to do it. So, yeah. uh, like the clipper that you've got on there, you know, we could potentially, if that's the way we want to go, is just increase the cargo area. Because I think the havoc. What does it say for space? It's got forty. So. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the price is to upgrade the crew. It is uh, five to go from. So that's on page 193. All ships start with a competent crew. Uh, the cost of the crew is included with the cost of the ship hull. If players wish to, they can gain an additional five ship points to spend on their vessel by downgrading the crew, which we are clearly not going to do. <laughs> yeah. <that'd be laughs> Yeah, likewise, they can upgrade their crew to a crack crew, which gives you a 40 skill by spending five of their existing ship points. So since we're sitting at 42, it costs us 35. So that puts us at 40, gives us two points left over. So who, does anyone else have Navigate? Jesse, do you have Navigate also? or He's got I Navigate. Have about yeah. So now, I'm sorry, Maneuver. I'm a pilot. I'm sorry. Can I yeah, did you have Pilot? Also, or uh, let's say I have a pilot. I would say I would worry. So navigate. Basic. You hundred. The crew cannot do that. Well, so the navigate hundred percent. Yeah, navigate would definitely be Jesse, but pilot could be either I or Jesse, or no. It would be you. That the okay. the, the the void uh, the void master is the pilot. just pilot. Okay. Or a crew member if you were doing something else. So, but for I instance, if you want to do a maneuver, right, like evasive maneuvers or whatever, you could decide if you wanted to have a crew member actually piloting at, yeah. if you have a crack crew of 40, you can get 40, and then you could be doing your wet ballistics at 45 or But I think it makes, better, it makes more sense if John, if we have a crew at 40 and John has a plus 10, then I don't have to shoot anything, I just drive, then that makes more sense, so... I mean, I I will agree that it's super awesome to have a crack crew. That's my preference is to always spend that money. 
yeah. or that shit point value because having a plus 10 on yeah. everything you don't do is pretty awesome. Yeah. That's just the me. ship compact. Yeah. As I say, the ship combat is extended uh, action combat. So like each turn is like a half an hour, an yeah. hour medical game time. So, you know, you're doing your best to keep everything moving the ship, you're juking and jiving and I'd be yelling at the crew. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody would have different extended actions that they could perform while we're doing ship combat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm almost always invested in crack crew when I made a ship, but that was just my preference. Cause I felt like let's not do it. If you need something, <laughs> if you need someone to do something at 30, that's never going to happen. Yeah. That's right. It might. It might. <laughs> yeah. And, and depending on how ship combat is, like you may get a turn where you can't shoot. So then I give that, that 10 to somebody else. So like maybe you can pilot better or, you know, Jesse can jam transmissions better or. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it makes sense. Whatever. Yeah. Or you add it, you know, maybe they can't. Yeah. Or maybe you just need to maneuver, right? Yeah, there's a lot yeah. you can do with that. But. You know, maybe you don't want to burn those five points on crew and you want to burn it on, I don't know, an engine or thrusters. There's a lot of shit you can burn it on. All right, so if we're going to go Raider and we're going to build this thing out, then under plasma drives, our only option then for power is the Jovian Pattern Class 2 drive. Great, uh, 45 power, and it's going to cost 10 space. No, we also have the Elite 2A. Oh, out of the other book? Let me pull up. Because I'm in the whole comparison. Let me go to the other sheet. And we got, we've got 40 space, too, I think, so. Yes. Although the Jovian takes up much less space. One second, we'll be right back. Sorry? The Lace the gets us plus two ship. Uh, costs us two. If if it's the same way as the core book is set up, I think the plus one. I think it costs you that. Yes. So your your P two it'll cost you two shit points. Oh, because they set it up different. They set it up where there's like pluses, but then there's also like costs one. Uh, I will look up in the book here real quick and see if it shows us that. Uh, I just know, for instance, it says. Like the lathe pattern is an additional ship point. Plus means you have to spend an extra. <laughs> no, that's lame. All right, never mind. And it and the the lathe pattern too is it gives us a little bit more energy too, but it costs us four more space. You wouldn't be able to do that anyway. Raiders can only have the Jovian too, as far as I can see. Well, he's got some of the other, this is in Battlefleet, Battlefleet Kronos. It has an option for this lath pattern too, but I, I don't think it's worth the trade off for two more energy. Well, that would be definitely done. Okay. All right. So that is going to cost us uh, 10 space and 45 energy. 
or 40 energy. I'm sorry, uh, 45. Well, that gives you that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just I'm trying to keep track of what we have here. Uh, yeah, so double we, check. Yep, yep. We went out on warp engines. Oh, let's see. So the Markov from, I think I said it's Into the Storm is the pink one, would take up 12. Uh, the Strevlov is 10 and 10 in the core book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't cost us anything. How about, I don't have the other book open, the uh, the Miloslav? That's it's, what I'm trying to look at. Yeah, it's 8 and 10. Shaves us a little bit of space, which would be fantastic. And that's in Battlefield, right? That one is colored tan, and you don't have a tan uh, thing up in the... Uh, Coronas, I think it is. Legend. Uh, yeah, the Miloslav is... Battlefleet Coronas. You would need the G616B, which is 8 power, 10 space for a Raider or a Freya. That That looks like a better deal than the Strevlov. Just so you know, I want you to know. Oh, never mind. That's that one. Let me double check. Warp drive. There's usually some trade off. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, see, I don't. The Miluslav engines. Uh, Haste of the Damned. Reduce the duration of all warp passage by half. However, roll on the warp travel encounter every three days rather than every five days. That kind of sounds awesome to me, but. (laughs) (laughs) Here, these are Rogue Trader crews. You guys are afraid of the fucking warp. I, I, I say we go with it and we'll see, like. If, if we've got tons of space left over afterwards, then maybe we swap it out so we don't have to roll quite as often. Because you could be in the warp for, like, weeks at a time to get from one place to the other, depending on how well you roll your navigation roll. But it also makes it by half total. That's true. That's true. So, that. so there is some So we do it. So we do it. Question mark. <laughs> no, I think that's good. You just really hope he doesn't botch a fucking roll. Because if he botches, they're going to be sending warp demons. That is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> fucking warp demons all up your bunghole. Oh, let's see. So right. we're looking at a single void shield array, I guess. At five and one. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. I don't know what their repulsor shield is. Turn shield array, that's three and one. Uh, yeah, I don't know, the repulsor. So. The repulsor was shit, is that what you said? Did you say the repulsor was shit? Six and one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Either the uh, the single shield or the uh, five in one or the Voss Glimmer is three in one. What's the difference between the two? Can you look it up real quick? Yep, looking up the uh, I'm, I'm looking up the Voss now. 
Yep, deal. I have the other one open. Wait, what are you looking at? We are looking at void shields. Oh. There's an option for the Voss Glimmer pattern shield array. Are you choosing the standard Geller? Uh, oh, do we skip one? <laughs> By the way, Geller fields are next, but just so you Oops. Know. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You. We have two for the warp Bane. We could actually do that. Uh, I don't know why. What's the the Voss Glimmer doesn't seem to make a ton of sense. It says you can you cancel a hit from any source. Roll one d ten on a three or lower. It overloads and doesn't cancel the hit. I'm not sure why that would be better unless it uses less power or something. It uses less space. And that's why you would want to do that. And then there's a triple void shield. Gives you three void shields. And the standard, you have a multiple, you have a two void shield array. So you avoid two hits. I don't know how much. The triple is on. There's. Yeah, the triple was for a cruiser. Ah. And yeah. so was the multiple shield array. That's also uh, cruisers. Yeah, so you're either going to want the single yeah. or the glimmer. It depends on whether you think you're going to roll less than a three. That sounds I, real dangerous. But. Yeah, I, I say we go standard on that one. Yeah. And do the five one. Do you get something out of it? Space? Power? Uh, the... the, the um, the single shield array is like the standard. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. give you anything. Doesn't save anything. I didn't know if the glimmer gave you something better. Uh, less space. So instead of five and one, it's three and one. Mm. If I were you, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, we're <laughs> on a void shield. You kind of want to always have that. All right. So if we're going to go with the Milislav, do we want to go with a warp spain hull? It gives you plus ten to your navigation tests through the warp. And when rolling on warp travel encounters, the GM rolls twice and allows the navigator to choose which result is applied, which would be fan-fucking-tastic. Says you. <laughs> you don't know which one I choose. I suppose that's true. <laughs> um, uh, we, we have the ship points to use. It would, that would be it. Um, but I don't see anything else that would require us to spend. Oh no! Weapons all require. Uh, so we should hold off on spending weapons and then backtrack. But that's you. All weapons require ship points. So the warp spain well, just for warp, or is that for defense for anything? Though that's the question. Just for driving through the warp. Yeah. Although if I we have to it. spend ship points for guns, then I guess we're probably not going to do that. Guns then. What do you yeah. have on guns? What do you have left? Two. 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 Uh, Basically, we have two. On a gun, on one gun each. <laughs> We can well, so we have space for two. So 
we can get everything except for the riser. So we can go the Sunser laser battery, the Mars Pannon, Mars Pattern Macro Cannon broadsides, uh, Mars Pattern Macro Cannons, Thunderstrike Macro Cannon. Um, we wouldn't have a Lance then. They'd all be Macro Cannons for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Um, so did you go with the Maritech Strike class? Is that right? Uh, you have a class, Raider. Have it. Have it. not on your list, motherfuckers. But if that's what's in the book. I'm just saying that was not on your guys' list of stuff you were interested in. Um, yeah, I know. That's what I said thanks for throwing out all of the work that we put into it. <laughs> you guys are welcome. Uh, yeah, you... So here's, here's the other problem. Dorsal or keel, they all basically, those can go like anywhere, circular pattern and above. Dorsal goes above, right? Anything mm-hmm. like you know, level plane around it and above is fine. Like a turret, I guess. Be yes, like turret, the dorsal is right? a turret. The prow is mounted straight ahead. The only thing is... Uh, Prowl lasers ignore. Oh, what am I? There's something they ignore. Lances ignore. Um, Is the armor of the hull. down, they ignore armor. So macro batteries, you'll hit shield. So in theory, the optimal would be you hit with a macro battery to drop shields. And if you hit through the armor, that's great. And then you have a a lance that basically just is like a precision laser that cuts through the hull and cuts through any armor. So you can either like have macro batteries that just blow the fuck out of everything and you hope you get enough hits to make it matter versus you never really can have just a lance because you got to have a macro battery to drop those shields. The problem is, right, here's the I was just going to say, we can't do the lance if we take the crew, because we won't have enough for macro batteries then. So we probably I would recommend more macro batteries than lances, but that's, in my experience, I've never seen lances be... Lances. I've never seen the other problem. Great. I've I've used macro. I've seen double macro battery do better than macro battery lance more often than not. Just so you know. Well, here's the other thing, though. If we want a, if we want a cargo hold, that also costs ship points. Just about to say that. If we want to do any type of transporting shit. Like we're gonna need a cargo hold. Well, this so, right, so this. Do we, we not go with the ship th- that we- <laughs> You go. No, it's gonna be do we not want do we wanna swap out for a cheaper ship point ship then? A uh, ship point help to to give us more or do we wanna drop the crew? Well, we could go with the Hazaroth. We're not giving up a ton, and it saves us yeah. five points. So we could that keep was what the crew. I was looking at originally because it gives you a bit more. Yeah, yeah. So we we can do that. We have a little less space to work with. Um, Where is that? Fewer ship points. Yeah, 
one. It, they'll both go down by five. Which one did you say it was? Hazaroth. It's, yeah, Hazaroth. Hazaroth. I mean, we could technically stat at both, but I think Neil's probably want to go go to bed sooner than later. <laughs> uh, I don't care. I'm right now to see. Uh, basically, the cargo holds just kind of push you toward additional benefits mechanically. So, like, in a cargo hold, you'll get more reward than if you didn't for doing com commerce missions or trade missions, basically. Mm. So, so I guess in part of the game, and we've never really played this way, if you are on a mission, you can have an objective. So, like, if you have a trade objective and then you have that hold, you can gain additional points towards your experience if you complete that mission and you have, you know, those yeah. sort of things met. We've never actually played that way. I know. Which <laughs> so, I don't want to discourage it. I will take that in consideration when, if you're running commerce missions versus military missions and things like that, I would give you additional bonuses for your rewards. But you will be able to undertake commerce missions with a standard ship. Right. A standard raider could haul cargo, for instance. But if you have, like, an additional cargo hold, then maybe I give you an extra profit factor to the missions if you're hauling cargo. Mm -hmm. that, that's an interesting trade-off then, yeah, because the ship is going to have a cargo hold on it. Yes, you will be able to do a normal amount if you want. So don't think you can't take cargo unless you get a cargo hold. You don't need to pay for the cargo hold. The cargo hold would be, do you wager ship points to get more benefit from cargo hauling missions? Everything is going to be a trade-off. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, it's going to be, what do you want to do? Not necessarily can I you'll be able to do any of this if you want to get an army of 20,000 fucking militiamen to take a planet over you can probably do that you have enough space for sure you can find enough space but if you had a barracks or some sort of uh, extra crew hold perhaps you could get better people perhaps that would make it easier. Or perhaps you could take it over faster, which means you get more profit because you're not trading off as much time. So I would say think about what you want to do. Or for instance, like the munitorium or munition, yeah, the munitorium, right? Maybe your crew is way fucking better. They're way badass at taking shit over because you have fucking crazy guns. The best guns. They're luxurious. The most luxurious guns. <laughs> like, right? So, like, you kind of got to think about 
what is it you want it? So imagine your ship is big enough to do at baseline everything okay, right? I think that's what we're doing. Stuff, what do you want to be good at? Think about what you want to be good at, not can we do it? You can have cargo, period. Do you get extra from cargo? So I think right now we... I think we're ultimately we're in the, the decision of do of what Kevin brought up earlier is do we want to be more rogue or more trader? Yes, correct. Rogue. I would say that's a good thing to figure out. <laughs> Hit and run. Yeah, I mean, I don't – so we're – if we're going to have association of pirates, <laughs> then I would probably say more rogue. Yeah. But because we're in Ascension, I can see us playing, you know, both sides of the coin. Like, we could get goods from pirates that then we sell through legitimate means, which would be trading. So, you know. The other question you maybe want to think about is, do you trade in bulk staples like wheat or iron or... Do you trade in specialty items like Archaeotech, where you need less space but more precision on where you're getting them from or negotiating the deals for? So let's say you go find planets that are ripe for the picking for fruits and grains and animals that you harvest. You might be able to do that, sure. Do you want to do that where you need a big cargo hold, or do you want smaller cargo holds where you're pulling out, I have this fucking laser gun that no one's ever seen before that I'm selling to the Adeptus Mechanicus for a fuck ton because no one's ever seen it before, ever. Uh, Yeah, I would think probably more that way than whole goods trading especially if we're dealing with pirates because they're not gonna be like oh here's some fucking grain (laughs) give us some money you can go sell it like that's that's clearly not gonna do that Uh, you could but you may not deal with pirates for right you might find a planet yeah yeah planet that you make a mining base that maybe you make a lot of money from, but it's just fucking mine. You got to take a bunch of mining equipment there, and you got to fucking shunt a bunch of goddamn steel, iron, and fucking nickel and whatever else, right? It's just, do you want to be small amount of high value goods, a large amount of low value goods? They're totally yeah. different things, but they're totally both valuable. And, and I think for the most part, we would just sort of take it as we got it. Like, I don't, you know, whatever whatever situation we found ourselves in that we could take advantage of. So I, I think we would be okay with going either way. So if we don't have big holds, even if we're hauling grain or cattle or whatever, it doesn't matter. We're going to do it no matter if it's a big haul or small haul. Or if we do right. a bunch of really fancy stuff, then, you know, either way. We're you just know, not going to get extra XP yeah. for it or extra profit yeah. factor or whatever. Yes, you're not, you may not get extra profit factor if you're like, oh, I, I got space that <laughs> no one knew about that I'm delivering back to the Imperium. Maybe you get three instead of five. 
profit factor yeah. from that. Or, but at the same time, maybe you traded off guns that you used to fucking destroy the pirates that tried to raid this. <laughs> Right. So it's all a trade off, right? It's it's I don't want you to think that you can't do something with the base ship. You can yeah. do it. It's just if you want to specialize, I would recommend going one way versus another. Then you specialize in doing that, right? And you find those contracts, you find those opportunities. And you maximize that. But then you have to deal with people that go, oh, well, if they have the space cow trade, do I blow them out of the water and stop people from getting the space cows so I can take over their space cow plant? <laughs> I don't know, but it, it's all going to be a balance of who do you want to be, who are you, what do you focus on, and what's basically your business plan? What's your business plan as a rogue trader operation what do you do? What are you good at? How do you make your cash? And however you want to do that, I'm here to uh, all up. facilitate <laughs> and obfuscate. <laughs> That's my goal, is to facilitate you being able to do that, but set up challenges for you to maybe not be able to do that so that you can overcome said challenges. So... I mean, that's why I'm excited about this game because I feel like everyone here is very intensive, very into their motivations, what they want to do, why they want to do it. And so I feel like that breeds the best games because everyone's playing an actual person who wants something. And so I feel like in this case, you get the chance to not just say what your character wants, but mold your reality somewhat around that by creating the ship or the warrant or, and I think the warrant has so many interesting things already that I can like take a million directions off it alone. So I think that's awesome. Like I'm going to come up with a whole bunch of different adversaries and plot lines and stuff just from that. But I want to make sure, you know, don't take a cargo hold because you think you can't take cargo if you don't have it. But you really want to just get a fucking army to fucking, you know, flame or just hose down aliens like a motherfucker. In that case, take something to hose down aliens with fucking flamers. Just who cares? Who cares about cargo? You can you can take cargo mission. But if you want to just fucking flamethrower aliens into oblivion, find that too. Do that because there's opportunity. You can always do that. There's a bunch of aliens with right. flamethrower into oblivion, guys. <laughs> That's Space is full of them. Destroying <laughs> cultures. <laughs> Rogue Trader is about destroying cultures and absorbing them into white people, cracker land humanity. <laughs> That's. Hey, are you White Crackerville? You fit in the Imperium. Are you not? You're a Xenos, and you're out of here. So we go That's with it. a ship that gets shit done, no matter what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get you, you can get stuff done, no matter what. But if you want to get shit done in a particular area, go toward that. 
All right, well, you guys are dicking around. I'm building two different ships here. <laughs> I actually think, honestly... Don't ask why I was fucking on so much. With, the, with what we're kind of going for, I think that the Hazaroth might be a better option than the Havoc anyway. Yeah, it's less space, but you get more ship points. Uh, more ship points, better detection, better speed... A little less maneuverability, but not much. Yeah, it's like two, I think. A little, yeah, two. Yeah. Little less space. A couple fewer ship points. But that's all right. I, so I just totaled it up. And you guys don't need to, to, to choose these same um, things that I'm, that I'm looking at. But we're looking currently at 26 space out of 35. So we have... Jovian pattern class two gives us 45 power, take up 10 space. The Milislav is eight and 10. Single void shields five and one. Um, your standard, you know, Geller field. Um, if we're if we're not going to spend the uh, the ship points, that's you know one and zero. I was looking at, and and you can you know throw your your two cents in. If we're going to have a uh, a crack crew, if we spend that money. Yeah. And then we do take the command bridge, but it'll, it'll cost us one ship point. It gives a plus five to ballistic skill tests, plus my 10%. Mm -hmm. So now we're up to 55. 55, yeah. Okay. How many, uh, how many points does that leave us? It leaves us, uh, so if we take that one, it leaves us with four. Oh, wow. Because the crew would bad. take us up to um, 35. And then the command bridge would take us up to 36, would leave us with four. What if I did something super crazy? I love Here's super crazy. Because this is, because this is your game, guys. This is your <laughs> legacy. If you want to spend your profit factor on components on your ship, you can do that. You're just going to spend your profit. Actually, you we would have. have retro, you may have spent years retrofitting a ship to do exactly what you want, and you got to pay that price in profit. You just don't. You don't have those resources. So actually, if you want to spend some of that, it's your gig, guys. That's your gig. We're in cash. Well, we'd actually we have six left. You want. Now, maybe that means you can't buy a fucking army of bolt fucking rifle outfitted space marines. That's I think your that's thing. where we're going, though. Yeah. But if you need some profit, if you need some shit points, profit factor and shit points are a one-to-one -one ratio. But I, I think we're still good because I calculated wrong. So the crew takes us to 35, the bridge takes us to 36, which means we still have six points left over to use. So that gets us guns or, or one apiece unless we go with a, um, a lance, which would be two. And that gives us enough room. That gives enough ship points to, you know, add a cargo hold and whatever else that we want. I actually think if we're going with the, the roguish, high priority, high profile, like going after high end value targets, um, maybe two micro cannons would be a good idea if we don't want to blow people up right away. Going with one micro cannon and one lance so that we can like micro cannon their shields and shit and then lance 
and like table them instead of blowing them up. We either have to go one and one or two macro cannons because we've only got two emplacements to work with. Uh, going one and one. I'm, that's yeah. my. Uh, that I mean, that's definitely potential. You, can I do a couple small things just because I feel like this has to be done beforehand and I'm rolling it randomly? Okay. So, for your machine spirit oddity. <laughs> oh, no. oh, 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 <laughs> your ship, regardless of what you choose, this is your ship. Your ship is of a bygone age. There you go. And I think that makes sense. You inherited it during tumultuous circumstances. Having survived many millennia of voyages and adventures, its hull has weakened over the centuries, but it anticipates the needs of its crew and will move as one with a competent master. Negative so cool. four hull integrity, integrity but plus 10 maneuver. Yes. Including out of combat and ramming. So you get a plus 10 maneuverability just because your ship knows. It's old. It's a little decrepit. But it knows how to get shit done. Where did that... that that's a really <laughs> nice maneuverability. That's right. a good maneuverability, right? Right? Like gets us up... 55. I'm going to give you a past history. Let's give you a past history. By the way, if you guys don't like this role, tweet Condi. (laughs) (laughs) Condi's roller dot fuck (laughs) everyone (laughs) dot com. I think this is bullshit. I feel like I should roll a real die because okay. <laughs> I, I don't know about this. I don't know about this, guys. Oh, come on, do it. Sometimes I wish you would. <laughs> I like it. Hold on. I'm gonna. I. Tondi. You know what? I want to write Tondi. Tell him he's a butthole, and I am telling him he's a butthole. <laughs> I hope that giant spider gets him. <laughs> Okay, let me. Okay, that, I feel like this is m- more accurate. I think this might be better. Uh, ooh, all right. Uh, okay, I'm gonna give you guys the choice. Do you want the new double roll or do you want the second roll only to be the new roll? Because two tens is bullshit. I uh, I, I don't know. What's a hundred? A hundred is probably really, really bad, right? (laughs) Uh, One to ten, I got two tens. That's bullshit. So do you want the second roll accurate? And do you want to keep the first ten or not? Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know. What do you think, guys? Uh, I'm I'm fine with keeping the original ten. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay. So the first ten stays. The second, the the ten can't stay. It's bullshit. Tondi, your roller is bullshit, and I'm not gonna give some fucking 
Ordo Xenos plus Xenotech bullshit. Fuck you. Oh, that no, was what we gave up? Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to have the ghost shield. Fuck. Ghost. Damn it. The ghost. Anyway, turbulent past. This is your past history of your ship. Over the years, the ship has been used to perform deeds dastardly to some and heroic to others. That sounds right. Makes um, sense, yeah. The GM selects a social group. Pirates, heretics, Imperial Navy, Inquisition, or inhabitants of an important locale-like footfall. All ships' crews suffer negative 20 social tests when interacting with that group. The GM then selects a second group naturally opposed to the first. All ships' crew gain plus 20 when interacting with that group. The additional problems that could arise from being hated by a particular group of people are limitless. So you choose one group who hate you. And then I choose the group opposite of that. And you, they love you. I love this idea. We hate the Ecclesiarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wait, what? (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, I'm, I'm looking up the peer talent to see what the groups are here. Yeah, see what the groups are, because yikes. All right, so what we're looking at uh, for talent groups, academics, adeptist, arbites, which I guess is kind of like the police, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's the base of the police, yeah. Adeptus mechanicus, administratum, astropath, ecclesiarchy, feral worlders, government, Hivers, Inquisition, middle classes, military, nobility, the insane, underworld, voidborn, and workers. These are all uh, under the peer talent. So, all those are for a game. Let's I don't know. Better. Yeah, well, I don't know if you want to throw pirates into that mix as well, or if we're just going to keep that as underworld. Pirates, sir, uh, pirates are fine to go into the mix. Yeah, because they would be kind of the opposite of the, the adeptus arbitus. So how about we go that way, right? So we get plus 20 for pirates, which is going to help us in our our business. Mm-hmm. But then we're going to get minus 20, like, come into port, and they're like, oh, you look familiar. What are you doing here? Makes sense. That's your call. Which I, I think it would lead to some interesting role play, because every time we come into port, we would have a problem. <laughs> Uh, potentially. That, that depends. Do you mean footfall or do you mean port wonder? Footfall. I guess port no. wonder. Footfall, yeah. no, because rogue traders technically run that station. I just read that. So footfall is the station on the side of Corona's Expanse. Port wonder is on the Imperium side. So whoever the highest ranking rogue trader is, is technically in charge of football. Now, as a middle-aged warrant, you're basically 50-50 on whether your warrant outranks anyone else's warrant. So... Just to tell you that. 
I okay. just want to let you know that you, as of how you've chosen, would identify as slightly higher ranking than a number of rogue traders. At least 50. I like it. That's good. Which means you are in charge of footfall 50% of the time. <laughs> Just so you know. I'm just throwing it out there as that's what could happen. I like it. So we took plus 20 pirates. What was the minus 20 against? The adeptist arbites. If that's what Neil's going with. Yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, you add 20 to pirate interaction. And you subtract 20. From the police. Yeah, this arbitus. That's nice. So with with my my base fellowship at fifty, we're already at seventy negotiation with pirates. <laughs> plus, plus, yeah, uh, probably gonna be real illegal as fuck. <laughs> we basically hate you. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't have a good word for the profiling that takes place against. <laughs> Rogue traders with your particular warrant of trade. Oh. No, it's okay. Well, they don't love you. <laughs> Let's just say they don't love you. That's all right. We have missionaries, so I don't. I don't care what they think. Well, the arbiters don't give a fuck. But you could probably appeal to the ecclesiarchy as long as they wanted to. If they wanted to execute you, just appeal to the ecclesiarchy. You're probably okay. Mm-hmm. That's what yep. I'm figuring. All right, so uh, what else do you guys say so you guys are building? Are you down to the bridge? What are you going for the bridge? Yeah, well, I, I suggested command, but that's up to how you guys want to proceed. It, it gives us a bonus on ballistic skills. So yeah. if, if we're going to be legal as fuck and we're going to do a lot of shooting. <laughs> I was going to do the fluff with the antiquity, yeah. but I think the command sounds better. Yeah. Going all the way down to the Xenotech. Well, I don't think we're allowed any Xenotech. Nope. Fuck Xenotech. <laughs> Xenotech makes my life the worst. All right. So that'll cost us one ship point. So that leaves us with six. Uh, life sustainers. Uh, I figure whatever the standard one is in the book, it's a three and one. So just so you know, the Mark One, the Mark One life sustainer, all morale losses are increased. Oh, yeah, I didn't see one. that. The, yeah. the Vite pattern is just standard. Just so you know, just want to. All right, all right. So we'll go Vite. It's four and two. It's up to you. So we got four left then. Uh, no, it costs four, uh, four power and so two space. So two left. That we said. Uh, as far as space, uh, no, I, 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 thought, I thought you were saying ship points, my fault. No, 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 no. Yeah. All right. So crew quarters then. Uh, do we want to go with uh, Voidsman's quarters? Just the standard that's a one and a three? Yeah. Could so, go build rat. Voidsman <laughs> straight up. Pressed crew quarters has permanently reduced morale by two. Just yeah. so. So that would yeah, be- I didn't want to do that. 
Yeah, and the other one's the the clan kin and the cold um, points. Yeah, I didn't think it was worth the uh, the trade off. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Augur, yeah, oh, go ahead. No. no. I was just agreeing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so for Augur Array, do we want to go with the second one? The M201B Augur Array costs five power, no space. It's on the outside. It's the standard, yeah. I think. Uh, oh, no, it's the modified version of the Imperial Navy standard sensor. Yeah. You have a plus five to ship detection with the standard. The other options would be a plus five to maneuver but subtracts a negative two from detection and you get extra points for exploration objectives. There's that. The devoid array... Uh, That's plus 10 to detection. Plus 10 to detection. Yeah. But it costs us a ship point and it's got Correct. seven power. Correct. I would say the 201 do we have. We have enough maneuverability. Yeah, I, I don't think so. we have too much. Yeah. Okay, so the 201. All right, so then we then we move on to guns. So I, I was looking at some of the alternate options. The Pyros Melta Cannons. Uh, so the way that, if I remember correctly, the way that crits work, you have to roll that number or that number of hits to create a critical. Yeah. So like for your regular uh, uh, Morris Pattern Macro Cannons, which is your standard, the crit is a five. So you'd have to hit five hits before you hit crit. The Pyros Melta is only a four. The range is not as good, so you'd have to get closer. But your chances of critting increase. And it actually does a little bit more damage. It's a 1d10 plus four, where the Mars pattern is 1d10 plus two. Where do you see that? Uh, that one is in Into the Storm. It's page 160. John, why are you coming up with 159. Why do you not anticipate what I have open? <laughs> and they also have uh, a, a, maybe a nicer lance in here, too. Uh, ah, that's bullshit. Damn Damn you, this is why they got rid of this property, because they don't have to manage it. <laughs> uh. I was actually looking at the uh, the last part for the lances. It gives a plus five to opposed command tests to resolve boarding actions. <laughs> That's so if, we're looking at more, if we're looking at being more of a raider type. Which one was that one? Last burner. Last burner. It's in the uh, Coronas. Oh, God damn, I don't have that one open. <laughs> oh, not eat that, motherfucker. <laughs> fucking beat your shit up. To be fair, you're at a bit of a disadvantage with... That's why I was trying to propose that we get an armor help. With no militant, boarding actions are slightly less effective. <laughs> An arch militant would help a lot if you are going to board frequently. Mm. Boarding is great if you can do that. But if you 
don't have anyone who's particularly amazing at it, like an arch militant who's basically a general, it is slightly difficult unless you're really, really working hard. Well, we could go with the murder servitors. Oh, murder servitors. <laughs> That's just zombie murder sham. That's the best. If you, have, if you have the points for murder servitors, just fucking get them and throw them on a ship, and they basically just murder and rape everybody. It's the best. I'm going to throw it a wild here. <laughs> so with the, with the path that we are currently taking, what is more important to us, a navigator or an arch militant? Well, we can't. Well, you can. We can NPC a navigator, I guess, more easily than an arch militant. Like if we wanted to do a boarding action or something, that would be a much more active process. Um, a navigator, you can get to just make the rolls. Um, if we're going to stay with the with the um, the engine that we took, that could potentially be bad for us because an NPC is not going to have the ability to roll under the numbers that you're potentially going to have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, we don't have to board. I mean, we can incapacitate, and I don't know if narratively, you know, like, okay, your ship is incapacitated. We're going to take it, you know, and then negotiate terms or whatever. It's more like you blow the fuck out of it at that point, but yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to add ships to your render, you're just going to blow the fuck out. Basically. (laughs) I mean, you might be able to salvage. Okay, you're not going to blow it up to that point that it's not worth anything, right? If you blow up another raider, that's worth some percentage of a raider. Right, because you're going to tow it to a towing yard. They're going to fucking retrofit it. Yeah. Now, granted, everyone's dead and a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Fair enough, right? But it, it's worth a lot. If you can dismantle an entire ship, that's pretty good. It's worth a lot. Most people can't do that. A road trader could probably do that. Maybe. Maybe. You're good. Oh, I'm good. I mean, you have a pretty good crew, so you could probably pull something into a dry dock and get some points from that. But at the same time, you'd probably have to be ready for, to do that. You have to also be, I mean, more than just like blowing it to the fuck. Can't just blow it all the fuck and be like, hey, I pulled this stuff here, so this 30 ship point ship, it's worth 28 ship points, right? Like, well, no, you blew it all the fuck, so. Probably for a couple <laughs> ship points, we gotta put a lot of work into it, but we'll revamp it to some degree. Depends on what you're using. Macro batteries, that blows shit up like crazy. Well, especially what? if we go with the melted ones. <laughs> Like, I think the Sunhammer Lands, I think that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, the Sunhammer Lands, that's fucking crazy. That's only D10 plus three. The range is huge, though. Oh, the crit rating is only three, too. 
Yeah, right? Like, some of those lances are just fucking, like, nuts balls. Like, all nuts. Of, yeah, they're all threes. Yeah, like, the Sunhammer lance is kind of broken. If you can get it to hit after the shields go down, after the void shield goes down, it just shreds a ship to nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So it just depends, right? It depends on what you're doing and how you're making your cash. You can just disable something, get them the fuck out of there. Go get your shit, right? Go take your or go take your planet, go take your whatever. All right, well... Your, Let, let's start with the macro batters, right? So if we're going to do both, do we want to go Melta? It's a 4-3, and it's going to cost us two ship points. Where the Mars macro cannons, uh, it's going to cost us one ship point. It's a little less damage, you know, a little, high, a little harder to crit with, a little better range. Yeah, but if we have good maneuverability, that means we can get closer, right? Is that... True. Isn't it essentially work like a ship's dodge, if I remember correctly? We didn't do a whole lot of ship combat. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. Maneuverability is more of a dodge, yeah. Speed, theoretically, could get you in and out faster. I mean, if you want to go, if you guys want to go standard, I'm fine with that too. I think the crit, it's the number of. It's the number of successes, which is equivalent to the number yes. of hits, right? Yes, absolutely. So, like, for the Mars pattern macro cannon, you'd need five degrees of success to crit. Well, with the plasma, you only need four. So, if you're rolling 55, you need to get a five then to get the five degrees. Yeah. Yep. That's so why a macro battery plus lance theoretically can do more damage because the lance is only a crit on three. So if you is that then and is that standard macro cannon then a lance then to give us the best of both worlds? Is that what we're saying or? Yeah, I think that's kind of what we're yeah. looking at doing one of each. Yeah. Why should you do that then? Because then you have a better chance of getting it instead of putting it all in one or the other. Because the chances of you rolling a five on a fifty-five. All right, so we're looking at the at the uh, Mars pattern. Pyros melt cannons. Then, uh, well, well, so I was saying the the melt the cannons are four. One d ten plus four with a crit, crit of four. four. Yeah, instead of yeah. five. Right. Yeah. Which you know may or may not make a difference with the numbers that we're rolling, but it gives us a little bit better odds. Well, I think that the ship points are the same, so you might as well do that that night. Uh, no, or... the, the Melta is... T- oh, no, it is one. It is one, yeah. I'm trying it's to remember. A... I believe strength means the number of hits. So I believe strength is the number of hits you can inflict if you don't crit. So let's say you fire on the Titan Forge regular lance. The crit rating is three, but you can only hit once. 
-hmm. versus the battery you can hit twice, but you still need to hit three times to crit. That sounds about right. I'm saying. So, like, if you're looking at the Titan Forge, Titan Forge or the Melted Cannon, the strength is three and the crit rating is four. So, if you crit, you crit, and then you still get three hits. But if you get three hits alone, you still get three hits. If you get two hits, you still get two hits. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, like, the strength is the number of independent hits you're still allowed to get outside of the crit. Once you crit, you get some crazy damage. Right. Well, for the macro batteries in the core book, they're both three as well. So we don't lose anything there by going with the uh, the uh, cannons. No, no, you don't. But it is two ship points. Yes. There might be a different 1D blank plus whatever. 1D 10 blank plus blank. Yeah. Might get that extra, but yeah. So it's definitely a balance of how you're going to do your damage. So are you guys okay with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sounds okay. good. So that takes I was, up- I was looking at uh, which we'll call it the Never mind. But you are all sorts of choppy. I'm pretty sure that's just me peeking. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Were you looking at the disruption macro cannons? Ah, uh, that's it. Yeah, but they can only be done on uh, Starbird or whatever. So it, oh, okay. it, they can. Only uh, installed on stuff we don't have. So, yeah. gotcha. Okay. All right. So, so we're going to take that one as the macro. So, what do you want to do as the lance? You were saying Sunhammer, right? Wasn't that the one you were saying? Uh, lance it's a Same. nine and four. It costs two ship points. Uh, you can do it, does one hit, but that's what you'd expect from a lance anyway. Yeah, Lance will always do one hit, but it ignores armor unless you use a battery. The Sunhammer battery does two hits. And both ignore armor. I don't know if we'd have enough power for the other one. The battery's 13. 13 yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you got left. It's pretty rough. So a 942 ship points. All right, so let me add it up real quick, see what we're sitting at with power. Uh, We're sitting at 39 out of 45. So we could, but that doesn't leave us a whole lot of power for any other things that we might want to put on here. Luckily, we don't have much. Yeah. That would leave us with two. I mean, there's a lot of extra shit you can do. But it just depends on what you want to do. But let's, right. let's leave it with the nine for now and then look to see what else we want to add, if anything. 
Because the restriction. Because right, we could do the murder servitors. So the restriction uh, here is the power, then, right? We're moving into that phase, yeah. <laughs> so what about the Starbreaker then? How much do you lose if you gain three extra power back because it's only six? Mm. What do you lose compared to Sunhammer? Let's it's see. 1d10 plus three versus 1d10 plus two, right? And yeah, they're both I guess at a three. Is, yeah, I guess the range is really what you're losing, five versus nine. But that's not so bad because our range on the melt is only four anyway. So you got a star break and then you save that extra power for something else then maybe. We could. Yeah, you're not giving up a whole lot. I mean, we can see whether or not we run out too. I mean, we like I said, we can leave the nine for now and then if we're like, oh no, we want this, this, and this. Then you can get the three back from that. Yeah. Like for instance, you could do Munitorium, which is... Any military objective, you get some additional achievement points, but then all macro batteries gain plus one to their listed damage. If a component is damaged, explodes, the ship takes 2d5 damage to the hull. And a component is set on fire, so it depends on. There's some stuff like that that's like, oh, that sounds great. Oh, wait, but if that explodes, that's not great. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I just added up our ship. I just added up the space. We're at 34 of 35. So we can add one thing that only costs us one space, or we could just go ahead and upgrade that to a battery, because then we'll have power. Uh, takes up two more space. I, that would that would max us out then. I think that would take us up to our thirty-five, or we could go all um, macro cannons. So the only thing left, I think, would just be any of the stuff that we want to put extra, like uh, was it observation or murder servitors or librarian. I think that's pretty much anything left, right? So. Mm -hmm. Do we want to trade off some of that fluff versus some of the crunch or? Well, if, I mean, murder servitors are always nice. <laughs> but that would max, I mean, that would be it then. I mean, we have one ship point left, so we could, we could totally do it with what we currently have on here. The The problem is your, 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 uh, your drive. Uh, so the Jovian pass clatter uh, pattern engine, and then the Milislav, that's 20 points already. Which makes sense. And I mean, for a Raker, you can't get much better in terms of power. Yeah. Unless we went with the Havoc, but then you're not going to upgrade the crew. Like, this allows us to upgrade the crew. Which I think we need. Mm -hmm. And actually, we couldn't do the, we couldn't do the battery because that would take us to 36. So we, we've, we've got one point of space to spend. So then it's murder servitors or something like... Um, armor like or... Yeah, we can do armor. You'd increase the armor by one, but our maneuverability by two to do armor plating. Mm. I don't think we have to worry too much about armor, though. Aren't we pretty maneuverable that we can get away? Yeah. Yeah. 
So that leaves either like Martyr Servitors or something else like the Shrine or Trophy Room or something like that, right? Is that the trade-off one? Yeah, I'm looking at the cargo holds. So the smallest one is Luxury Passenger Quarters. <laughs> this isn't really all that helpful. I mean, you can trade yeah. Profit Factor. Basic or you can roll your ship your ship points into Profit Factor. If you have stuff left. Well, at this point, we're running. Yeah, we're out of space. We're not out of ship points. Yeah. So it's, yeah, if you're out of ship points slash space, and you, or if you want ship points, you just trade Profit Factor. So is it either, is it armor or creepy zombies? Isn't that the choice then? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think so. We can do a crew reclamation facility. Which is, yeah, turning everybody, turning everybody into creepy zombies, then, right? Pretty much. Well, food. Oh, is that the food? <laughs> it's, it's, no, you're right. It is servitors. Yep. Servitors. Um, uh, we could do a temple, uh, temple shrine to the god emperor. Uh, it would increase the morale by three. If we were working towards a creed objective, we would gain a hundred extra achievement. Um, librarian vault. The investigation skills plus ten. Um, the trophy room. Uh, when working towards an exploration, trade, or criminal objective, the players earn an additional fifty achievement points. Uh, observation dome. Exploration objective be an additional 50 points. Cure for claustrophobia, increase morale by one. We could get an energy conversion make whatever the hell that is. <laughs> so we have just one space left, then that's what the... Yeah. What is a teleportarium? Isn't that our... Is that Xenos, or...? That's a way to teleport people onto another ship without... Oh, using shuttles, basically. But I don't believe you have an Archaeo Tech option. Yeah, I think that's Archaeo Tech. I think is the issue. But those are nice. I think that would be really handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say you can either roll your ship points into Profit Factor, or you have to choose something like reinforced bulkhead. Yeah, stuff that's like simple. Well, our, like I said, our limiting factor factor is space. We've only got one point to spend. Yeah. So we couldn't even do the reinforced bulkheads. Really. Unless we didn't do the melted guns and we did like a standard, um, a standard macro cannon battery. Because I think it would save us uh, like one space, which would free up two. Um, space for a Mars pattern macro cannon, which I think is the standard, is two. And the Melta cannon, Melta cannons is three. Wait, how many ship points do you have? Uh, we have ship points 30. Wait. Well, you're talking about space, 35 for space. Wait, to spend? Wait, what? How many ship points do you have available? So the ship itself was, we have 42 total to spend. Yep. The ship is 30. We did five for the crew. That puts us at 35. Yeah. We did one for the bridge. That's yep. 36. For the uh, Melta cannons, 
is 38, and then the Sun Hammer is another two would take us to 40. Okay. Two left, the the murder servitors would cost us one, which would leave us one. Or if we went with the the Mars pattern cannons, we would get a ship point back from that and a little bit more space. So if you wanted to do either reinforced interior bulkheads or uh, cargo hold in lighter bay, we could... There's also defensive measures, which could, depending on what we're going for, could be nice. Oh, like the Tenbro maze? That's your ass call. Well, if we're going to try to not be getting boarded, if we're going to try to hit and get away, then I don't know about reinforced interior. If that's worth it. That's is true. It, is it worth it more for firepower or something else like the murder servitors or something like that? Mm-hmm. If we're going to be the, you know, we're not going to be the boarding... So then it can go the other way or they're boarding us. So we're going to hit them and get away. It might be better just to spend it on firepower then. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. I mean, we, we don't have to fill that one point, I don't suppose. Can you convert yeah, that to profit then? Or? Like that rolls a profit. So yeah. those are interchangeable. Yeah. So maybe do that and then roll whatever's left over into the profit factor. So if you really want, you could spend profit factor to get more ship points, it's at the end. Space will be your limiting factor Yeah. in that case. That's where we're at. Well, do we want to just do, so if we do the murder servitors, murder servitors it takes us to zero on our, our ship points. We'll be even. Yeah. It'll use that last space. We'll have a little bit of energy left over. Um, I suppose that we could probably use them on our own ship um, I mean, it says they're for hit and run, but if we got boarded, I can't see why we couldn't turn them loose. Yeah, and be like, "Don't shoot the guys that are wearing green or whatever." <laughs> uh, one thing I just looked up the defensive measure, and basically, it's a single use, but it's a negative twenty to ballistic skill tests, and a negative if they're using. Torpedoes suffer negative thirty, so it looks like it's. It, it actually says it's like it deploys like reflectors and thermal buoys. And... Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> everyone else dropped. We'll see no. what happens. John drops. No. Oh, maybe. Oh, all right. And Neil. Yeah, everybody else still here. No. Neil? Oh, no, he's here. You're God. <laughs> oh. Oh, everything's all black on the screen. There's John. He's well, they all say, you're dead. The character's dead. <laughs> yeah, I have, yeah, I have no idea what just happened. You're but, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, man. Shut up. Shut it. Shut up. Oh. You're all dead. Anyway. What are we doing? <laughs> What's your... All right, so are we doing murder servitors or no? Like, that's, like, I think that's our last question, then. Damn, what the hell? Okay, that, that makes sense. I think that's fine. Everything seemed reasonable. Okay, so that's one and one and two. So we have zero ship points left. We have no space left, and we have about five extra energy. And if you want, Neil, I can, I can compile this all on a spreadsheet and send it over to you. 
Well, actually, yeah, I'll post it in the in the drive for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good just in case. But right. energy is probably less critical. But yeah, yeah. if you use all your shit points and everything, your profit factor is still fifty-one. So that's okay. And if you have energy left, then so it so it happens. That's what you guys have to enjoy. And we your- can reroute power. Rewrite. Hey, run a subroutine through the. <laughs> I don't know. Star Trek always run subroutines through the. Uh, whatever that dish is on the front of it. God damn it, guys. I don't remember. The deflector dish? Yes. Run a subroutine through the deflectors. Something, something. If you guys, you guys didn't put a Luxnet, say so you're over. Holtzman engine. I don't know what a Luxnet is, but it's on the list. And a mine layer. Maybe, maybe we should probably wrap things up here then. We are totally trashing the concept. A pretty good job until twelve fifty four at night. Come on. Pretty good until that. Yeah, I, I was gonna say we should probably give like a time so people know say, that it's like one o'clock. Oh, it's like, this is why we had a hard stop. Way better. We'll, we'll pre-end you and and we'll tell people thanks for for checking this out. It will probably only get worse from here. So, no, in. better, better, better. better. It won't. Okay, it'll be better. If you no, think the yourself as at all tolerable, this will be equally as tolerable. That's what I can say. <laughs> Look, I have some ideas. I have some cool stuff coming. I'm just going to talk about the Emperor's will and hand, crushing those who decide to go against said Emperor's will. New but if the sessions go to clock every night, I'm gonna say dumb shit. <laughs> most of the characters every time. So. Fuck every session. I'm gonna see what happens. Fucked. No, we're gonna have fun. <laughs> Come on. I'll take it seriously. Once it's not episode zero. <laughs> I just. Did. All right, that's it. We're Thank cutting it. We're cutting it. I will get seriously less drunk and seriously cool, much cooler for the first session of the actual role playing. Come on, guys. I got it. Trust me. I ran like a fucking two years, three years of this shit. I got it. I got it. And Done. good night. Good stuff. Thanks for checking it out, everybody. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. Can you actually hear me? We can. You're a little tinny, but if you're on your phone, that's what we're going to get. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Eh. That's all right. It's only episode zero. Hopefully I can figure out how to get Chrome to work on my computer. <laughs> I wasn't going to listen to it anymore. It's fine. No, we're, getting, we're doing good on downloads now. Oh. Better. Anyway, I, I won't say good. I'll say better.
Uh, I want to say. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm running some pretty good games, and I got a, a couple decent pulls, and I did that one interview that was pretty good, so, like, there was that. 